<laughs> Welcome to Embrace the Suck. Embrace the Suck. I am one of your hosts. Fine. Your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price. I'm here with... Introduce yourself. My name is Greg Tortolat. And I'll be gladly, glad to help you out in your journey <laughs> to speak through our angst. We're angsty. We're angsty restaurant, restaurant tours. We've been screwed over, fucked for days, and left for dead. Some of us more than others. And we're sounds like a country and, western, a real edgy country western. Oh my god! <laughs> Somebody write a song about us. Somebody write a song. Well, it's me and Josh and Justin Tracy. Fuck them goddamn pieces of shit, Tracy Lee. So. What do you think, man? Where do we start? I don't know. I mean, there's there's so much going on in the world. We could talk. We're probably going to talk about all of it at some point. But there's, I mean, in the world today, we've got racial politics. We've got a pandemic. We've got health care. We've got an election. I mean, this this year has been... And they all add up. And not to mention the pedophilia that's going on. Yeah. Now, that nobody wants to talk so about. So let's, let's start there. Like... So pedophiles. obviously, yeah. Let's start with pedophiles. Let's start with Tom Hanks. <laughs> so that actually is one of my questions. Like, so obviously Reese with something like this, like you're you're gonna have a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding it. Of course, always. How how much truth do you think is buried in all these stories? Uh, I think you know, from what we're being given in any kind of aspect that we can't believe anything at this point. Um, but we can believe everything. Everybody, everybody, everybody needs something to believe in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the problem is with today's society is like picking sides and choosing mm-hmm. your direction and making it real. I I, I don't know. It's, it, there's so many people that are like, you know, masks masks suck. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna wear a mask to the to the convenience store and you know and that guy's a dildo <laughs> and there's also the political scheme mm-hmm. on both sides where Trump's a dildo Biden's a dildo mm-hmm. yeah. I mean it, and then you got that and plus now we're <laughs> adding Hollywood pedophilia mm-hmm. and how do you how does one pick and choose who and what and where they want to bring <laughs> we're we're just we're spread across so large as far mm-hmm. as it feels that there you can, you can't be felt on any kind of level mm-hmm. it it's just it, it it's numbing it's numbing mm-hmm. the entire way through and it, and it's and it's taking away from the real problems at hand well and it's it's tough to focus on anything when there's so much going on like you want to be informed on everything that's that's happening but when in a single news cycle you have election nonsense going on you have in the background all of this pizzagate and and pedophilia going on you have we've still got cities that are on fire yeah i mean look at oregon Mm -hmm. i mean like you know i mean jesus christ i mean like we who knows even what's true as far as like 
you know? It's really tough. So I've been I've been talking to my buddy. Uh, he's a cop, and I should probably bleep his name out before we put this out. <laughs> Johnson, <laughs> Johnson, Johnson, the cop. <laughs> but um, nope. you know, just trying to trying to parse out the reality of what's happening because left wing media is is obviously. Uh, villainizing the police force and right wing media is villainizing the citizenry and then at the same time they're both villainizing each other exactly and so there's you, you're forced <clears throat> to make a choice it's on, a chip to play on ev- yeah, exactly mm-hmm. every 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 real thing that we have to talk about is a left or a right or a up and a down mm-hmm. there's no in between and that's why I think we are feeling as a society is we're not leaving room for gray area and that's <laughs> and don't don't get me wrong like go fuck yourself I'll, I'll kill you myself I'll stab you in your jugular and leave for dead that's fucking it's wrong mm. and so I don't even know I, there's not enough information that's come out yet mm-hmm. you know because the mainstream media doesn't cover us right. that yeah. and that there, we know why because mm-hmm. Hollywood owns the mainstream media. Well, and it's it you you kind of have two <clears throat> pedophile crises going on at the same time. Where on the one hand we've got the shit that uh, Corey Feldman's been talking about for decades, for decades, dude. Um, and man, I think America owes that guy a big mm-hmm. fucking apology. I mean, it's not. I agree. The guy's. I mean, he literally said that his his homie Corey Helm, like mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen, raped that motherfucker, mm-hmm. and that's not. It's not new news. Right. It was it's brushed off as, as just crazy talk for but, so long. you know, Two and a Half Men did really well mm-hmm. for years. And then he then Charlie Sheen blasted off. And mm-hmm. even Denise Richards, dude, she fucking said he, she found fucking child porn on, on his computer and, mm-hmm. and a divorce. And that was years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to... No mean, charges are filed. You no got to be kidding me. I mean, there's obviously something going on there. I mean, mm-hmm. is that what, is that what we're going to discuss first? I mean, is that the pedophilia? I mean, I think it I think it all ties together because I mean, trying to parse out the truth of the matter. Like that's but what parsing we're out get. the truth of the matter is how can we get truth to this because it's been th- that's where all the mm-hmm. money is. The money lies in silence. Well, that's my question is obviously there's there's from a rational standpoint, there has to be some. Some of this stuff has to be fringe. Some of this stuff has to be conspiracy theory. Um, you know, and, and I disagree with you there. I think a lot of it is. I think most of it's true. I think, and I that's that's the thing is I think most of it's true. And finding the like, if you're ever going to find justice, you have to find the absolute truth, or as close to it as you can get. You know, my mom always said, my dad always said, there's his. Truth, her truth, and the real truth. There's three sides to every story. Mm-hmm. It's his, hers, and the real truth. And I don't know. There's there's just too much. I mean, look at what uh, what's his name, Ricky Gervais did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, like he blasted them all, mm-hmm. and they were pissed. I mean, I, where do you where do you even start? Because you don't have any information. They're hiding mm-hmm. it. They're hiding. It. You know where you know they're hiding it. Well, and it's you know? it's gotten to a point where finally enough people have been busted where you have simultaneous investigations in Europe and the United States that are coming across the same people, oh, yeah. the same problems, the same crimes, and it's you know people are being essentially subpoenaed 
Well, and then you got private owned islands mm-hmm. like Epstein's Island, mm-hmm. and then Bill Bill Clinton just said he never visited that island, even though he was on the Lolita Express. He How many is times? absolutely visited that <laughs> island. <laughs> right. Exactly. If there's anybody that's visited that island, is that fucking guy? No. Here's here's and the he, question. During during the fucking inauguration, he mm-hmm. said he he literally said Ivanka, and 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 Hillary looked at him like I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. Like the, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on with that kind of shit. I mean, the Dems, Dems are fucked, and the Republicans are fucked too. Because you well, the, that's that's, you got, that's you where the, and, the next the, question comes then, up. And then they come into in religious <clears throat> views because mm-hmm. now the religious Christianity, like those guys, are all backing this Republican mm-hmm. conundrum. Because the Dems are clearly taking away from what they want. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, my opinion only, I went to Catholic school for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Time served. Yeah, I don't want any part of the Christianic community. They are all <clears throat> evil people. And they are the most judgmental fucks. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't... I, you know... Josh, man, like, where do, where do we, who, who, when, and where do we start to believe anything? Like, do we just have to make it up for ourselves? Because I think that's where we are at as a entire generation and as a community. Um, we're left on our own because we don't know what to believe, and we're picking and choosing what mm-hmm. media allows us <clears throat> to believe, and in in our own moral mm-hmm. compass, and you know. It's 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 a lot to take on, especially. I mean, I'm I'm 33 years old. What is this? What what message are we sending to our children? Mm-hmm. I have a two and a half year old. You have a two year old. I mean, like, what? <laughs> how do we begin to explain what's going on in this world? I mean, with the you can stay on topic with the pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Well, that applies to everything, you know. And I mean, if we're gonna take a little rabbit trail down, you know, the religious topic, it's. First of all, the Catholic Church has had their own they're decades fucked. long fucked, bro. relationship yeah. with with pedophilia. Yeah, no um, shit. So I feel I feel like that whole that whole shit is null and void. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I went to Catholic school for mm-hmm. fucking ever. No yeah. and void. Well, and I, I I mean I've been they, they since they 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 are they are conspirators of hate. I'm sorry. I I don't disagree with you, and I mean I can. The richest richest institution in the world is the Catholic Church. The Vatican is the most rich, mm-hmm. thriving, mm-hmm. cover up central. You know, they have things that they're trying to hide from people. That, that uh, well, they have they have uh, national autonomy. The Vatican is the smallest country in the world. I know. But I mean, I consider myself a recovering evangelical. I grew up in the church, <laughs> dude. Same, and dude. like. <laughs> It's the, funny. You put it like that. It's awesome. <laughs> well, I, I got that from, uh, who was it? Chevelle. That's how they described themselves. Really? As really? recovering Christians. The rock band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they, I mean, they all grew That's up in great. church. So yeah. they, they call themselves recovering Christians. That's great. So there's there's themes of, you know, redemption and morality in their music, but they're very clearly not a Christian band. Um, I mean, I'm all about some of the things that they put on, like as far as, you know, I don't. I don't. Just I don't because think I don't agree with Christianity doesn't mean that I'm going to go out and murder somebody. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, 
I right. Morality is not tied to religion. Exactly. Exactly. That's a perfect way to put it. And I, I think that if Jesus of Nazareth were to come back today, he would not recognize his church. Do you recognize Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth as a... I, you know, as a deity, as, as a, no, as, as, as a, a, as a person, historical as figure. A, okay. So, okay. if we're gonna look at this from, so what, what would you put him on the same pedestal as, like, say, a Gandhi? Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, I'd put him in that neighborhood. Because I mean, you, he he, pre- he preached love. He did, and yeah. that was that's why he's remembered. Is yeah. you you go back to that period of history and the the in the Jewish community there were I want to say hundreds of self-proclaimed messiahs. And they were all political zealots. They were they intended to shrug off the rule of Rome and go back to being an, an autonomous nation. So, and and a lot of people perceived the prophecies of you know of of the the son of David and all that to be a king, whereas Jesus of Jesus of Nazareth, as a historical figure, was the only, as far as we know, the only quote unquote Messiah. Who preached pacifism and love and essentially open borders? That's like he was what really grinds my gears, <clears throat> though. Is exactly what you said: is preaching pacifism. Um, now you have these righteous Christians that mm-hmm. all they do is is push their name, push mm-hmm. his name, do his work the way that he wouldn't want it to be done, mm-hmm. even if he was God. This is not the way that he would want it. I agree. There, there, there's, I mean, there's, there's so much going on, you know. Um, now you bring in to modern day um, abortion, um, this, that, and the other. And now abortion has taken not only a religious side, but now it's a political thing. Mm-hmm. Now it never are, should have been a political thing. Exactly. But, but look at you know just schools, separation of church and state. It's mm-hmm. a, it's it's not a it's not a yes or no thing. <clears throat> that's that's why I'm. That's What's what funny I'm, is you can be personally pro life and socially pro choice, and I think that's, that's that's probably the the position I respect the elaborate. most. Elaborate. So in <clears throat> that sounds good to me, dude. In your in your personal life. You are allowed to have opinions about how you will conduct yourself. Absolutely. So, as far as you like, say you're. So you're saying like the woman has a choice mm-hmm. for her own body. Exactly. Which is still technically a pro-choice position. Yeah, of course. But, but we don't. We don't. We don't. When we say pro-choice, we really mean pro-abortion. Of course. So what we need to do is go back. But to it's not even just go back to the source of just, that yeah. phrase. I, get, I get understand what you're saying. Have the freedom to choose. That's what everybody for yourself. You're, you're generalizing. I feel like though a little bit there. Like pro-choice is just. That's what it's that, as far that's as rhetoric what it's, goes. It's what it's come down to. Yes, you're right. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, is we need to go but back to the original the same. term. It's not the same. No, pro-choice is not just that. You can you can like the, the definition of being pro-choice is. You have the right to be personally pro-life and still respect the choices of another person. Absolutely. And that's. Don't you think that's like should be good enough? Isn't, I re- isn't respect like isn't that we're we're pretty much talking about the entire mm-hmm. time is just respect. Well, and I mean, and, and that's what we're lacking. Roe v. Wade was was uh, was originally a privacy case, personal autonomy. It, it was it was all about. 
having that personal privacy yeah. and having you know the government didn't have a say yeah. in y your personal health decisions yeah which is still true except for except for that except for this specific there's two places that the medic yeah. medical thing it, you know it, it's still true mm -hmm. except for except for abortion well and we are kind well, of the only primates that delegate our females to a lower class so you look at a, a gorilla family or a chimpanzee family and they are they are both patriarchal patriarchal and matriarchal where okay. the roles are <clears throat> the, the the males breed and they the fight off other breed? males yeah they're, 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 their sole purpose is to breed well, no, so that. the females uh, the, the females it. forage the females take care yeah. of the take care of Nurture. the young but yeah. they're still as far as a primitive society like a monkey can have they still respect their matriarchs. Okay. They're still centered around mom. Really? Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's 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 not something that lions are the same way. I mean, it's. Uh, well, I know that. Well, I know that the you know lions like the they send out their the female like the mm -hmm. the, the female, female does most of the hunting. Yeah. You know, the males pretty much don't do a goddamn thing until mm -hmm. they're starving. Mm-hmm. And they're I know that breed. they're there to breed. Yeah, they're there to breed. And, and like it's the king of the jungle it always lies on on the male dominancy. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's a cultural thing, or is that? A, I think I think it's it's a human problem. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> it's, all. It's, all the things we're talking about is a human problem. It's <laughs> it's it's not just our we culture or our society. Yeah, it's it's the fact that we at some point in our evolutionary development, we decided that the men controlled everything. Yeah, and, and where where do you think that started? I don't know. Do you, I, think it's I, like, do you think it's jungle based, animal based? Do you think it's it started in Rome or like the civilization or, or d democracy I, I feel in like France? It's, I think it's like, I think it's even way before that. I think it's pre Sumerian because we're, we're conditioned. Yeah, we're I mean, when when you go back to the earliest the earliest do like law documents, like even the Bible, uh, which we're talking six ish thousand years, yeah. women were property, slaves were property, children were property. And men were their own person, and yeah. you know it, it had to obviously start before then. There was but the, I, I, and it, it, even in the Bible, would you agree that women mm -hmm. in the Bible have always been talked about as hookers, lesser, lesser, yeah. like wives you know, are, are called helpers, helpers, and, yeah. and 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 like the men, the the men are always the one they're seeing God, you know. Mm -hmm. And when a woman rises up. It's a fucking big deal. And they call the them witches and they burn them at the stake. I mean, I guess we're talking about different time yeah, frames. I mean, and stuff, but I mean, like that's that's it's kind of going mm -hmm. into everything, you know. Men are men. We have mm -hmm. whatever our giant or tiny dicks. It's just a matter of testosterone and mm -hmm. being superior. It's just a matter of. I I would say this this whole thing probably started over several generations of. Of somewhere along the line that we had a boost of intelligence and uh, testosterone at the same time. We're st I mean, so not to not to degrade any women out there, but I mean, I would say not always the case, but not mentally, but physically, men are stronger and they're more dominant. I mean, it's just well, I mean, it's it, it, the way, I mean, the way we biologically are. speaking, like yeah, the muscle yeah. fibers are a little tighter. Yeah. And that's um, not always the case because I've no, seen women beat the shit out of men. Yeah, 
<laughs> and and, and, and it's as, glorious. I love that. Do you, see the, do you see that video where they where that woman headbutted that the man? <laughs> no. You know, like she, the, her husband. Her. I'm sorry to get off topic a little bit, but I watched a video and uh, this guy was talking to another woman at a bar, and like what seemed to be his wife or or girlfriend came up and separated him and gave him a huge headbutt. <laughs> And I've never seen a woman headbutt in my life. And she gave him the the death blow. And then continued to cross him and kick mm-hmm. him and fucking... Dude was bloody as shit. And she walked away like, pussy. <laughs> like, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, well, it's me- funny because it, it, this really just comes down to biological chemistry. So the, the differences we're talking about are the, the typically higher levels of estrogen in women. And the typically higher levels of testosterone in men. So, well, testosterone is a little bit more. It's an aggressive. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 closely tied to adrenaline, and it's closely tied to apes. Yeah, (laughs) you know, and and that's that's what allows you know guys to put on muscle a little bit differently. But it estrogen is, and this could be completely bullshit. But what I've heard is it it actually affects pain tolerance. Mm -hmm. So Well, well, God. I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, look at we don't give birth, right? I mean, we're we're talking about the most violent thing on the face of the planet is giving birth to a human being, and like, some people do it multiple times. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> squeezing a eight pound ham out of a out of a two inch hole. You know, that's that's remarkable, mm-hmm. and you know, I that's it's amazing. Like to the, I would agree to the fullest that women have a higher pain tolerance than mm-hmm. men. When they need to, but the men put on the front that they mm-hmm. don't feel anything, just to be that like superior and that's, being. That's the cultural thing. Yeah, that's and it? it's and it's basically global. So it it, it, it probably wrong. stems from uh, one of the original cultures. You're absolutely right. Just having that right. machismo, You're essentially. Right. We live in a world where where men are culturally dominant. And specifically, you know, men of European descent, white guys. So do you think it's, does that our demise as Americans? I mean, I know it's not just America, but it seems as though, you know, like France, you know, yes, they have their <coughs> leaders and stuff, but, you know, uh, England, you know, I mean, but I, there's, I been, think there's, we're a, due there's for been a whole lot of shit with the, with the Queen and Prince mm-hmm. Diana and that whole shit, whatever, and the the princes and stuff, but I mean, I'm not trying to get into the worldview yet. But well, I th- I think like, what we're if, due what for we a do? big, especially Western culture. We're due for a big social shift. And how how big do you think it's going to be? Do you think we're do you think we're on we're on course for a civil war? Do you think we're on course? I don't know to like try to be humane. Because right now it seems to me that people are divided in not just one or two ways. Mm-hmm. They're being pulled in, say, like eight. Mm-hmm. Like, so now instead of a, a, a pie chart, like not being a circle, it's now an octagon, and the octagons have their mm-hmm. own octagons, and you know it's we've we've taken <laughs> we've taken the. Uh, the Venn diagram <laughs> to a whole nother level where it's like forty where circles and none of them <laughs> yeah, they don't all intersect. Exactly. So no, I like think I th- I th- the thing that gives me hope is 
looking back at the civil rights movement. So which, we're which 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 specifically one? the nineteen sixties and seventies. Okay. Well, and you can kind of trace it the origins of that back to. Do you, where want, the, na- do you want to name names on that? Um, I forget the guy's name, but the the thing that kind of tragically kickstarted a wonderful movement was the lynching of a sixteen-year-old boy mm-hmm. uh, in fifty-seven. And that was when people started organizing and marching, and the, the black community just kind of set enough. In 1957. That's when it started. And then, you know... And that's early. Like, that's... that's yeah. That's still to the point where, you Jim, know, I yeah. know, you know, Jim... Yeah, Jim, Crow Jim, Jim Crow and, you know, no disrespect to the word Negro, but, mm-hmm. like... That was language was very different. Yes. Yeah. And yes. it was it was like degrading language was was very prevalent. And so were jobs and mm-hmm. and, and and segregation and gen, uh, 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 I'm sorry. What's well, white um, flight, suburb, uh, the d- the design of suburbia. You know. Uh, well, then gentrification. Uh, gentrification is that that's what I'm talking about. It, you know. And then now you you fast forward and even do a little bit in you know, twenty minutes. And there 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 were laws saying that. Sh- these people can't live in certain places. Mm-hmm. Not even blacks, but yeah. Asians and, and, and Mexicans. Well, that's how the and, Trump family got, no, got any, their fortune. Well, was yeah. was their their renting practices and their their they played on the racism of people that wanted to buy from them. That's isn't it? Do you think that's still going on right now? Nineteen fifty seven to now. Absolutely. I I think it's 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 much more hidden. But I mean, much why though? Because it's easier. It's easier to hide. Is it, it because now. we are dumbed down as as a as a as a as a race or as a? No, I think I don't think it's. I mean, I don't think it's it's obviously not to the extent that it was in the sixties, but we can I bring up? Can I bring up like 1990, 1992, 1993? I mean, yeah, like that's that was huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was huge. I mean, the the cities were burning just mm-hmm. as much. Now they're burning more because now it's a it's more, more of a global thing. thing, and now the whole country is behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, not the whole country, but the whole People world. The, the country, whole yeah. world, yeah, that's true. is behind it. You know, and you know, I mean, that was and and what do you say? Like, let's can't we all just get along? Rodney know? King, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's and now we're, we're we've been fighting the same fight for fucking so well, long. And what we where we're at a disadvantage today is we don't have singular voices anymore. I mean, you you no. look back and we had in in the news we had Walter Cronkite, and in the civil rights movement okay. we had we had Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. We had people that unified the voice of the community mm-hmm. and were able to be have opposing opinions at times and still be a unified front. At least from the social standpoint, we need a couple of voices. We need Killer Mike to stand up. Dude, and, and amen to that, man. Like, I've been saying this shit for years, dude. Like, Killer Mike, <clears throat> I, I love that he, he, he focuses on his city. And, you know, he, he's, he's the kind of person that this civil rights movement needs. Where he is a a, a a very intelligent, a very articulate Absolutely. human being, and there's there's so many there's so many black people out there that are that way. Mm-hmm. But do you think like do you think that they are afraid 
to come forward and do their do their do. I, 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 I would never call anybody out to do to do diligence of this injustice, but <clears throat> you know because they probably end up dead. You know, and it's, it's, it's and it's, it's the sad truth. It's um, it's the historical track record. But I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I I've had many conversations with my mother and this that and the other about like doing something big and. You know, do you want to see your kid die? Do you want to mm-hmm. see? Do you want to die? Are you? And it, I'm afraid that that's what it's gonna take. And it's it's so sad to say. I mean, everybody quotes MLK. The white people quote MLK, mm-hmm. and I'm tired of white people quoting MLK because this is a different story. MLK <clears throat> was a man of peace, mm-hmm. man, great intellect, and a man of peace. Mm-hmm. Where to get him? And then yeah. you got you got guys like Malcolm X, mm-hmm. great intelligent person. You know he went through his his strifes and struggles to get to where he was, mm-hmm. and he finally found out where he wanted to be, and it wasn't on either side. Mm-hmm. And he got blasted by a shotgun in front of his whole. You know, I mean, it, well, and, and let's talk about the the like, what is what it the city of what Chicago did to the leaders of the Black Panthers. I mean, I these mean, are these are guys who. The, the the story of the Black Panthers really gets me fucking riled up because these are these are men who at the time they were known for taking care of their their youth yeah. and you know they yep. would they would have pancake breakfasts yep. and stuff Absolutely. and they were known for Absolutely. educating yep. the community about their rights and it got twisted just like it and today yeah. we look at the Black Panthers as a terrorist organization Absolutely. almost and, it, and know, it's not the and case do, do you blame that on the media yes. And I, yes, I, there's to the to yeah. a point, but they different they definitely got twisted because mm-hmm. same with the the BLM, BLM movement. It's going, mm-hmm. you know, there there are righteous people out there that are really fighting for something, and it's huge. Well, see, the problem that and this it, BLM has this problem as well. They they don't have a unified voice. Absolutely, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Nobody I, wa- nobody wants to stand alone. That's what mm-hmm. I was that's what I was getting at on. On the, so what? What you have on the on, on the on the Malcolm X and mm-hmm. the, and, the, and the MLK level? It gets you killed. It gets you killed. Yeah, and that's even a, even on a white perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at JFK. He mm-hmm. was he was about that man. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe not to the fullest, but he spoke a little bit up, and he wanted to be mm-hmm. that guy. And even his buddy. I mean, his brother, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. This is not a. This is this is a. It's it's becoming a ritual. Didn't Bobby speak at? Mokey's funeral? I feel like he did. I'm not sure about that. I'll, I'd have to look. But I know there was a... It's, he was but it's, it's becoming a ritual on like civil leadership getting gunned down. And mm-hmm. I, it's it's and that's the reason why nobody's willing to speak up. And that's the reason why we're in the funk that we're in. Well, and the, the, the problem that arises when the right voices don't speak is the wrong voices do. And Totally, man. With Dude, say that again. <laughs> when the right people don't speak up, the wrong people do. Boom. And they're loud. Loud. Wrong people are always loud. Because when you're ignorant, all you have is volume. Yeah, absolutely. So, in, 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 in any debate, when you're losing, you get louder. Mm-hmm. You don't come with facts. You don't come with truth. You become emotionally charged. You become emotionally charged. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why. Well, wrong. it's like with fighting. Like, if you're sparring with somebody... The first person that gets gassed or, or gets panicked Amen. loses. Absolutely. If you can keep your head in a fight, you'll probably win. And, and you know what it all comes down to? Breathing. Mm-hmm. Breathing. Let's breathe. Just like just like 
I the I can't breathe movement. That's mm-hmm. that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like let them breathe. Let let each other breathe. I mean, we're no different well, than we anybody have... other. I and I know I know that there's white privilege because I'm mm-hmm. a I'm a 33 year old white male. Mm-hmm. But I grew up in an area that was predominantly Mexican, mm-hmm. Asian, black, and it wasn't a thing. Like I never, I never called anyone. You know, forgive my, forgive my taunt here, but it, I never called anybody spick or you know Habib or or, mm-hmm. or Zipper. I never did that because we were we all grew up together. You know what I mean? It wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. And I I'm sorry that I used those words because I didn't want to use them, but. <clears throat> we, that was not a thing for us. Mm-hmm. We grew up together, mm-hmm. and you know we we divided. You know as as far as like you know some people got into some other shit that I wasn't agreeing with, but I never culture that. But that wasn't a thing. I was kind of on the other side of that coin where we grew up really poor. I and well, I grew up really poor. I had spaghetti <clears throat> for five days a week, and like, like <laughs> I'm telling you, I even coming from a a a racially diverse blended family like my stepmom is 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 mexican my sisters are half and half if you will mm-hmm. um but we grew up super poor so i grew up with the mindset that like there was no white privilege so up until probably about 5 6 years ago i was adamant that there this this whole thing was a sham mm. but the the more I've kind of looked into it, it's like, well, I've I've never been pulled over because of my skin. Well, yeah. take it back. It happened once. I'm going to tell this story. When I was 18, I was working overnight security at my college. And uh, I lived in an apartment that was maybe a mile and a half from school. And my shift started at 2 a.m. What so was your I've, job? Uh, security? I was said? security okay. security guard. Nothing <laughs> Nothing fancy. Um, but I pulled out of my, my apartment tough. complex. Probably tough on you, though. It had its moments. It had its moments. It was, it was, it was fun at times. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> <laughs> job is what you make it, you know what I mean? You can, you can have fun, you can do your job. But as long as the job's getting done, you're good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was a pretty simple job. But, so I was, I was shoulder to shoulder with a lot of cops, and I heard a, I heard a lot of racially charged shit that should have been alarm bells for me at the time, but it didn't make, it didn't, Tripping triggers for me because I didn't know anybody. Not naming any cities here, but we are facing that in our own. And mm-hmm. what you're talking about the same city. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it, what I'm. It's all coming to fruition, and it has been for a couple of years. Well, that's know? what I'm getting. I was I was on my way to work. Like we've had we've had a a woman shot dead. Mm-hmm. Like you know, but with, there's a lot of charge. I mean, in my opinion, that, that situation, was, like the the situation you're talking not, about, is is he, very complicated. Yes, it is totally. And I'm not even going to talk about that. Yeah, because that's, that's like, but we'll I, talk I, about complicated. But situations. I wanted to like bring into yeah into light that like we aren't like living in we aren't we aren't living in uh, white suburbia. Mm-hmm. You know, we aren't. So to 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 kind of put this in perspective, I lived in an apartment complex that wasn't in a great neighborhood. But we never had any real problems. It was just there was there was always something going on a block away. Um, so I pulled out a pulled out of the apartment and uh, a unit called uh, USA Unit for Special Assignment followed me, and they pulled me over right as I got to school. And a uh, cop walked up to the window and he and the words out of his mouth were, "Oh shit, you're not black." 
Hang he on. He said that? Out loud. Out he loud. He said that. He said that. Wow. And this is how steeped in this culture I was. I thought it was funny. I thought it was a joke. I did not think about the ramifications of what would have happened if I had been a few shades darker. Dude, he said that? Out loud. So I understand this unit is sent to difficult neighborhoods where there's, you know, a higher crime rate or a drug of problem course, or something. Of course. But he said, But the oh, fact shit, that you not... come up to the come up to the window, see who I am, and go, Oh shit, you're not black. And then he wrote up a he wrote up a warning because he's got to he justify the And if, and if you guys if you guys want to paint a picture that he's a he's a very pale skinned man he's got a red beard and and and, and dark I am brown very hair. Irish he's 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 very light skinned you know so that's fucked okay and very so continue I just want to to the viewers or yeah. whoever <laughs> I mean uh, so he had to justify the stop and he wrote me a warning and under the this reason for the stop he just put a squiggly line a squiggly line. Yeah. Reason for the stop, squiggly line. Squiggly line. But what I want to focus on is the fact that this cop felt it was okay in the moment to say those words out loud. Out loud. Which betrays a much darker opinion that he didn't no. voice. No. He didn't vocalize. No pun. No. No pun well, at all. That was darker, a much, much, much darker yeah. He had, he has, he has a, 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 clearly a mm. lower opinion of the... Minority community. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Because he was willing to pull me over for no reason. Like I, a, there was no justice. And this is yeah. a college cop. It's like a security. No, guy. this was this was. Uh, so in in our town, the police yeah. have a unit instead yeah. of like a, a gang unit. They have USA. Okay. So USA reports, from what I understand, directly to the mayor, and okay. they're okay. they're kind of like cops on cops in the movies. They okay. they run around in in unmarked cars. They've got a fleet. Okay. They're usually they've usually got their ba- their badges around their necks. This guy said that to you out loud, out loud. And at the time, I thought it was funny. And looking back on it, I am ashamed and appalled at the entire situation. How long ago was that, Josh? Um, ten or eleven years now. I was eighteen or nineteen. So, ten and eleven years ago, before even everything coming to mm-hmm. fruition. So how many? So, what I'm getting at, how many other people, how many, how many... How many of those stops went differently? How many stops went differently because of the color of their skin? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, this... I'm not saying that it's... Yeah. That, that it, it's... Some of them were probably warranted, mm-hmm. but to come up to you yeah. and say that... Yeah, it was the to to vocalize that the stop was racially motivated. Yeah, it was was a big deal. Well, that's crazy. And it should have been a big deal for me then. It's, but it, it wasn't because it wasn't because I I, I mean I because you're a bunch young. Of rednecks. We're a bunch of rednecks. And like a, and and we were young. You know, I mean, and like, I am. I, you know, I, I'm not proud to say that I was. Tickled, openly, openly pink, probably openly racist off. about a lot of things. Yeah. Not not like KKK levels of racist, oh, but I was I was definitely prejudiced. And of it, course, that's I mean, how we get down. I mean the, the some of the some of the jokes that that I told and, and laughed at, and, and some of the situations that I overlooked, or you know, some we, of the, all, we all have regrets, man. And it, it it's it, it's just I it, I, it, I look back and I'm I'm proud of how far I've come. 
Of course. But I, I also know that there's there's guys that I hung out with back then that still feel that way. Of course. I'm, I'm really tired of that. I'm really, really tired of that. I mean, we were all young and dumb at some point. And mm-hmm. I, I, to be honest, I never, I, I, I never put forth the the hate. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really didn't because I grew up, I grew up poor as fuck, you know, mm-hmm. and as fuck, and like I. <laughs> My friends that were of, of of different color didn't see me any different, so mm-hmm. I never put it out as any different. I never did that. I never did that until I got a little bit older, and I still didn't do that. But I recognized that, like, holy shit! Like my grandfather, mm-hmm. or like my my cousins feel this way. Mm-hmm. Like, and now we're talking about like. Segregation well, of family and and disrespect altogether. I, you know, I mean, they, I got crucified for calling my cousin a fucking dickhead <laughs> because he called a group of people that were active, actively trying to do their part mm-hmm. animals. Mm-hmm. And I said, "That's fucking wrong." Well, it stop calling them fucking animals. Mm-hmm. Stop calling. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are the animals dehumanization is exactly. the first step? Exactly, and it's 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 how. And I I know this gets thrown out around a lot, and people are tired of it. But that's how the Holocaust was justified. Dude, slowly over time, absolutely, the dehumanization absolutely. of the Jewish people, of the Romani people, absolutely, and of I, of gays and and older people, it just uh, even, taking entire yeah, groups of people and just people. treating them and, I mean, like livestock. Absolutely, and if you want to, uh, I don't know the truth to this matter, but uh, introducing AIDS and HIV to the to the gay community to, but I don't know how much truth there is to that, mm-hmm. but I know for a fact, like the whole war on drugs that was manufactured. Tipper Gore, suck my dick, <laughs> Tipper. Okay. Al Gore, he makes a lot of... Go- but you gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. The war on drugs is a war on... Minority communities. Minority communities. Specifically black people. Specifically. And you, you've you introduced crap. You, mm-hmm. you gotta be fucking <clears throat> kidding me. When you, you gotta be some kind of stupid if you don't think that the American government introduced crack cocaine into the communities. It's documented. I mean, it's <laughs> the CIA is, is, is and please, please don't come after me, American government. I, I would like to live out my days. Yeah, come, yeah, but come the CIA on, is... I, I don't have anything. Uh, whatever. <laughs> come on. Historically, like, one of the after, most... Go after Hollywood for the... Again, <laughs> pedophilia. God damn it. We got one of the most historically that, corrupt... Corrupt as fuck, Agencies. Dude. dude. Like, they, they, they... The level to which the United States government destabilized the rest of the world... Is is astronomical. We are still feeling the effects of it today. Yep. The we are we are seeing it in the Middle East. Yep. We are seeing it in South America. Yep. We're seeing it here at well, home. Well, I'm going to go finally. back to the Tipper Gore thing. Uh, mm-hmm. The whole the, that whole thing, like the the parental warning on CDs. Mm-hmm. You remember, you remember yeah. CDs? We used to have we used to have CDs. You know, the anti sh- anti anti shock anti shock CD players. Tech, tech <laughs> I'm riding the city bus with my because it hit a bump. Yeah, and it was come on, and so parental advisory. Mm-hmm. 
That's another way to it was, it was silence. It's so much silence. more heavily applied to hip hop than it was to anything else. Everything else. I, everything else. I, I remember begging my mom for my first Tupac. See, I'm a big Tupac fan, man. Like I, I, I'm a big. I, I love Biggie. I love Tupac. I love. Uh, I love voice. Hip hop is the life. I life love voice. This generation. I, honestly, seriously, hip hop. Not today's hip hop, but <laughs> earlier hip hop paved the way, man. They were talking about this shit 20, 30 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to give a voice to a generation, and nobody listened. And then, you know, there was beef, and like this person died. Well, Tupac dedicated an entire album to, to the social condition. You had. And, and then everybody's like, well, Tupac, Tupac just died. You know, whatever. Tupac called his death, man, through the entire situation. So, so let me ask you. He's like, one of the most intelligent person ever. He got straight A's, you know? Mm-hmm. But he dove Smart in. Smart dude. And he, he read Machiavelli. He was great. He is... I don't understand why he's being... Like, he's not being crucified anymore. But he's being he used... He was villainized. But villainized he was, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely villainized, for sure. I mean... And he was talking about the same shit we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Like, Brenda's got a baby. Mm-hmm. Brenda's barely got a name. A damn shame the girl can hardly spell her name. You know, he was talking about mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. that's happening now 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, I, the, I, look I, at the, the, the big example that comes to everybody's mind is uh, NWA. Yeah. They they talked about this like gangster rap oh, in general. On. Yeah, talked about this, but N.W.A. and Tupac were probably the two most prominent yeah. at the time. Well, cool. N.W.A. was before that too, even yeah, sure. yeah, and and before that it was uh, dude. This is spoken uh, word. Ice T's uh, I forget it's escaping me at the moment, but Ice T was fucking rapping about this, this shit in the eighties. Spoken 80s. word, man. These are spoken words from the guys. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's well to to take poetry and put it to a beat. I mean, it it's it's a blend of both their cultural roots and uh, Greek theater. It's it's truth oh, be told. Man. Wow, that's great! It is one of the most culturally diverse art forms that we have. So, you are you willing to say uh, Tupac was a dipitus rex? <laughs> No, I would not go that far. <laughs> Although there, there are I some wanted, people that I call him a motherfucker. <laughs> I wanted to push you. Like, I, I, Oedipus, I'm sorry. I mean, but Jesus, I mean, like, you're you're not wrong, you know? No, I mean, it, like, it, it takes look from at like, uh, so many cultures. Look at, like, I mean, dude, seriously. It, and it, you're, you're totally right as far as great culture. I mean, I mean, look at, like, Wife of Bath. <laughs> dude, it's... Been said. Well, and while, come on, now while you, modern hip hop has mostly passed me by, Wife of Bath, uh, that's the one that sticks sticks out to me. I don't know. It's just that I feel like that's what they're crying out for every fucking time, and not they, but mm-hmm. just people that are fucking shut down. I don't know. It's 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 interesting. So do we? So do we switch views here? Or do we? We can. We can. I mean, all of this stuff flows <clears throat> together. I know. It's all the same river. Same river, same river. So what's what's next on the agenda, Bub? I had a question before we uh, switch, though. A quick, a quick. Since you kind of brought it up, a quick. <laughs> I have a query. A quick. Now, do you think a quick? 
There's <laughs> a quick commercial break. Quick commercial there's, break. There's been a lot of speculation over I was gonna put on the, the deaths of, or the murders of Tupac and Biggie. And you kind yeah. of alluded to it. Now, do you think Tupac's murder was politically motivated in any way? Well, I think I'd be... Uh, I think I'd be dumb to say that it wasn't. I mean, we were talking about the entire integrity of the uh, Crip versus Blood and the introduction of the war on drugs and... <laughs> and just east versus west, they, cr- and I'm saying that good the government created this absolutely 100. percent You're looking at two individuals that were friends mm-hmm. that they they, they collaborated you know, they they were it's together on video. they were homies you know what I mean like and then you know whatever shit happens blah blah, blah. and then you got then you blow up I mean you, you listen to to live and die in L A you know what I mean and. The beginning of that off the album, when they're when when they when the when the news person is talking about you know east and west and you know sex with your wife, you know I mean, it, it didn't mean shit. It didn't mean shit to them mm-hmm. until it got stronger. It was they the beef. Was a lot a of beef. it's manufactured. The beef it? was a beef, and it was a it was a, a manufactured for sure. Like you said, uh, it was a thing. Well, I mean, it's it, it. It was a it was a marketing exactly. Thing. It's like, uh, but then it got fucking. Serious. Like, what's what's that Hove line? Uh, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's all about it's all about building the brand. So a lot of a lot of especially the older beef was much more business oriented. And they may have had problems with each other, but they made Knight, public. Shoot Knight killed. <laughs> yeah, Shug Knight. Suge Knight was a pox on our people. The fact that he died in Las Vegas, a city mm-hmm. that has cameras on every fucking corner. Mm-hmm. You don't have See, intelligence. I don't, so, so I don't know how much how much of it actually would have because that was ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. I don't want to give into. I don't want to get into the Biggie Tupac shit because mm-hmm. that's that's a whole other animal. That's that's not that's not what we're talking about, you know. It is to a point, you know. But well, specifically, I'm talking about Tupac's murder because Tupac was definitely much more. I really like he was himself. much more of a political figure than any 100%. any of the, any of his peers at the time. Hundred percent. Because like he was obviously he had he I had don't a court case. murder. I want to his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, and and I mean, the guy was, did a lot. I mean, and he he, he was what 25, 24, 25? When he was murdered, uh, yeah, he, he was, was young. Twenty-six. He was something. young. But I mean, he, but, and then you got the, the cynics. You know, like he got straight A's, this, that, and the other. Blah blah. blah. I mean, his poetry, like a, mm-hmm. a rose that grew from concrete. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a he's a poet. He was he was a smart guy, and there's a lot of people that say he just chose the street life. At the end of it, you know, just just to be thug because he was a smart guy, but. It's it's this is this is the the big statement of him mm-hmm. is he was very intellectually smart. He got straight fucking A's. He did his fucking thing. He, well, it it, it goes. But he back shoved to... it in the fucking face of America. Mm-hmm. 
that called him a thug, and he embraced it. He embraced being called a thug because that's the only fucking way he could. That's the only name he could have for himself at the time. You're not gonna call him a strong black man at that time. Yes. Okay. I was. I was wondering when that was gonna come up. You're not gonna call him a. Uh. You know. A, a, you know. A, what he was. What he was was. He was a. He was a leader. He was he was a voice for a nation. He was mm-hmm. he was exactly what Malcolm X is and or and, and even at the time I'm okay. I mean yes he didn't shy away from violence, but he well, did not shy away from intellectual beings. And he 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 spoke very diligently and diligently. Mm-hmm. And I know, I think I think the. I won't make this quite so definitive. One of the biggest. Sus- getting, no, you're good. A little, a little hot there. I love one you, the, man. I love you. One, one, one of the most prominent and effective uh, arms of, of systemic racism is the silence of prominent black voices. They're either killed or shut out. And shunned. Mm-hmm. 100%. And now. Now everybody's hiding because they don't want to be that guy. I think that's definitely a part of it. I think this this generation. Meanwhile, we have we haven't we haven't had prominent leadership in any fashion for a very long time. It's. Um, I mean, you, you talk about Gen X being kind of the forgotten generation or the lost generation. Not well, not lost. I think that was World War One. Um, but we haven't really had voices that stood up and stood out for very long. We've had shooting stars for sure, and you can you can yep. put Tupac in that in that group. And but and just like every every star, they fizzle. And before they before they're given the opportunity to shine bright. Well, it's it's chaos theory at work. It's 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 the universe and specifically society will rest at the greatest level of chaos that's allowed. Absolutely. And if you can if you can somehow silence the voices that are willing to stand for change and, and order. A little bit of over our banter just Alright. <laughs> the mic is live again. Uh, we had to take a, a quick commercial break, uh, deal with some family stuff. But we are back. Alright, so we're, we're let's we're let's go back let's go back to talking about uh, about voices. And 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 who's got him? Yeah, I and obviously I, I I think that Killer Mike would be a great spokesperson for this generation. Uh, but I mean, your your mom's right. Like we need people in our twenties and thirties that will rise up and have their heads on straight. Because let's let's be real here. For the Black Lives Matter movement to succeed and to accomplish their goal, it's not even just Black Lives. It's just it's everything in general. Yeah, well, for that organization, for that movement. Our generation yeah. is a generation of pussies. Yes and no. I, who, I feel like... Who stood up besides uh, uh, homie from Jersey? Uh, I I think... Okay, so this is this is where we're probably going to have our, our contentious moment. I, I, I get really upset when people say that our generation is, is lazy or, or is weak. We are in the... Me and you, mm. we are in the. We're not. We're not. We are. We are millennials. Technically, technically millennials. 
Mm-hmm. But we are also X's. We're like the millennial X. See, here's here's here's. I the, grew here's up with fucking AIM. Mm-hmm. You know, bring, that's bring. that is. I grew yeah. up when that when the fucking when Sega the Genesis was, yeah. versus like cell phone. Phone was attached to the wall. Cell phones were were just coming out. You know, I had my brick Nokia. Not everybody had a computer. You know, not everybody. We never had a computer until was and and if we, and when we did, it was a shitty computer. What we have now. <clears throat> Is there it, the this whole generational feud has been? It's a it's manufactured. I know I'm using that word a lot, but it's manufactured. Understood. It's designed to divide us. Because you know what? Absolutely. Gen X hasn't stood up. Millennials haven't stood up. Nobody's in them. The the tech generation, or what I like to call the post millennials, <laughs> have they haven't had their chance to stand up because the oldest. I mean, come on the, the now. You gotta, you gotta fucking stop with that one, dude. Come on, like it's it's, it's clever, right? It's clever, but I mean, <laughs> it's kind of fucking condescending. I mean, it, it's I, it's it's a joke, but <laughs> I, I think they're technically called the tech generation. Well, for fuck's sake, man! I, I don't know. But we we've been so divided that there's infighting, and what we need is we need the wisdom of age, and the 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 temper that comes with age. So basically, we as fucking the Gen X, we as we millennial, as a society, the Millennial X, we no, it's not even society is fucked. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm correct. Like, as a society is fucked. Like so I'm throwing I, all the generational shit out the door. No, I'm not. That and I said this is where we were gonna get contentious. The we need we need to stop with the generational stuff or stop being so heavy with. That. I would love that. That's not because what, what we need that. we need. An older person, and I'm not. I'm not saying someone in their 80s. I'm saying someone with in their 40s, 50s, or 60s to come forward and be like, "All right, I'm going to be the calm voice. I'm going to be the one with the experience who grew up as the as the the civil rights movement was coming to a close. And then we need we need younger because there's there is a vigor that comes with youth." But if it's not if it's I not mean, geared, it, vigor is a downfall. It is, and that, if it's if it's not directed and tempered properly, you just wind up with a bunch of war pigs. And that's what we are dealing with right now, it, and it's never been tempered, and it's not going to be tempered. It was tempered in the '60s. We're that's, not talking about the same generation. I know, dude. but we're we're talking about the same problem. If it, we had in the '60s, you had you had. Take the Black Panthers and compare them to, to BLM for a moment. The Black Panthers had their leadership was a mixture of guys who'd been around and younger men. And they were they worked together and they played off of each other because when when the when when the older generation says let's slow down I'll give you your time right now. And the, the, the younger generation says we need to speed up, when those two things collide, you mm-hmm. find that balance. Yeah. You find those moments where we need to push harder here, and we need to be quieter here. We're not being as effective here. We can make a change in this area. So, my issue with that, mm-hmm. nobody takes liability. No. Nobody is willing to say, this is my fault. Nobody's willing to say, this is my gear. Prefacing hate from a different generation to smack dab into our generation is what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with our parents that grew up in the 60s and 70s 
well, seven, sixties, even even the eighties. You mm-hmm. know, eighties were. Everybody wants to discount the eighties as like you know it was just a drug induced fucking thing. The eighties were just as much fucking hate mm-hmm. as unless you were an elitist. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at like. I mean, I'm not trying to push names. I I don't know the cats, but I mean, I've, the stories that have, have, have mm-hmm. come to fruition. I mean, like Rick James and you know and 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 such. I mean, it's it's not as easy as it sounds. It's well, and in the '80s, you you're coming off the coattails of major social change. Major, and, co- but let me tell you. But also drug induced fucking. Dumbness. I mean, like that's always come on. True. I mean, like we let's just let's just stop and recognize that the '60s and '70s and '80s were a blur because of Hollywood and every main manufacturer and person doing LSD, cocaine, and well, the, whatever the fuck they wanted to do, they they just did it. They, the the '90s and the was, thousands it, weren't any different. It's just that you know Hollywood learned to dress. The better. problem lies where they wanted specific things to happen that didn't apply to the future. Well, and and it, it, socially speaking, this this goes way back to what I was saying, where um, we we still have a lot of those those. Uh, Racially motivated biases and that is, are, they're hidden. They're and, hidden better until you have money. So what happened in the eighties is coming, like I said, coming off the coattails of major social change. Sixties, seventies. I don't. Want, I don't want you to just address. I don't want you to just address the eighties. Well, it, it, what I'm Let's saying pertains 60s, specifically 70s, to the eighties. Sixties, 70s were all white dominant fucking things, and nobody even talks about the black man unless they were Jimi Hendrix. Are, are, True, and this this is what I'm getting. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 it's, it's, it's we, a thing. They, he wasn't even accepted until he fucking mm-hmm. did drugs with all of them. And well, and and like, he was tr- blues culture and and drug culture course. are a whole different. conversation. That's American culture. Yeah, blues, that's, that jazz. A, that's American culture. That is, that's a three hour conversation all to itself. Well, that's what I'm talking about. But what I'm getting at is with the stuff we talked about in, in the 60s and 70s all that social change, all that push, all that unrest, which realistically it, we look back on that time period and all we see are photos. Yeah. The emotion is not there, but well, it felt like this. But the emotion is all, only on music. Well, yes, true. Because nobody gave I'll give you that. Nobody gave unrest a breath. Mm-hmm. Because it was commonplace. Well, I mean you, you had, you had this was weird dichotomy you, you cross the Mason Dixon still in the seventies. You're still like, yeah. Look at Ray Charles. I mean, like, you, you know, well, I, look, look at the, the the juxtaposition of guess or guess who's coming to dinner and the civil rights movement. They happened at the same fucking time. Yeah. Those two things. You had a society that was pushing for social equality and at the same time was outraged because a black man was marrying a white woman on mm-hmm. screen. Absolutely. And to this day, that fucking bias exists. 100%. Think, think, think. How many movies can you think of where a black man marries a white woman? Not many movies at all. Not many. Not many. Not any. White guys are allowed to go after go after black um, women because the white man gets what he wants. A not, black man not can, in American a, cinema. A black <laughs> a black man can 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 get with a with a Hispanic woman. You know what? But a black man and a white woman is so uncommon. I I feel like I'm very well 
endowed as far as you're a cinephile. My dick. <laughs> we were thinking on very different levels. I'm just kidding. I was thinking <laughs> but I'm saying, man, whatever. Fucking it. It's it's it, it, it's funny, but it's not. But I'm I'm saying well endowed as far as Europe was way ahead of us, way before. Like thing like Cinema Paradiso. You mm-hmm. ever seen that beautiful that beautiful uh, film? It's it's great, man. It's 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 good stuff. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Like we we as Americans are just like conditioned to be Americans, very nationalistic, absolutely. And it and it that's our downfall. It's it's because bullshit because we, have, we we draw from everywhere. I mean, like mm-hmm. we like literally like it should be who our ran, strength. Who ran the cinema in 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 the sixties and seventies? It was Germany. It was mm-hmm. France, mm-hmm. and and still well, you you look at you look at uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna go back to you know the forties well really the twenties and thirties the Jewish community well, it, produced so many films well, until the Nazi party. So I'm gonna make a big joke here, kind of. Okay, but uh, yes, you're not wrong. So Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Movie theaters are still open. Mm-hmm. They're packed. Mm-hmm. I've gone to movies on, on Christmas. I am not Jewish. The Jewish folk run the cinema. They did. Well, they bankrolled it. Let's 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 let's, t- let's t- be t- real careful here. Okay. Let's be real careful. We know, are skirting a potential I'm tr- line. I'm trying to. So the facts are, the facts are. Dude, I'm telling you right this, now. This, in order to understand how the Jewish community was, was associated with Hollywood, we have to go all the fucking way back to the Middle Ages. 20s, dude. I, well, the Middle Ages? The Middle Ages. The Middle Ages. So the, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, my, my ears are parked. Yeah, party. so yeah, the, the stereotype oh. of the stingy Jew comes from that time period. Pre-Renaissance, where... Mm-hmm. Because uh, what would eventually become the Catholic Church dominated most of Europe politically, they so they did not yeah. that when it came to Jew when it came to loans Jew <laughs> with conceded Catholicism. It's, it gets worse. Oh man, that's party. so. Let's see it. The and it actually comes from a line in in the Old Testament where uh, you. Jews were not supposed you to charge interest. You lost me in Old Testament because it's all fake and Jews. fucked and Catholic. <laughs> hold on, hold dick. on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, sorry. The Catholics are responsible you, for the New Testament, first yeah, of all. No, well, but yeah, so the, no. there's 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 a you know there's a stipulation at you. where the Jewish people were not allowed to charge interest on loans to fellow Jews way way back in the Moses times. So when Christianity adopted, because Christianity was a sect of Judaism for of like five hundred years. So by the, by the time the Middle Ages have come around, <laughs> by the time the Middle Ages come around, uh, the Christian community and the the Holy Roman Empire has you don't have to come holy. <laughs> well, they, there were a lot of holes. <laughs> there were a lot of holes. Oh, was it, was, oh, Swiss just, cheese. Yeah. So so with a W. They <laughs> they the uh, holy. They adopted that line of thinking where believers, Christians, could not charge interest to Christians. And there were a whole bunch of other cultural things that Jews had a loophole because they didn't follow 
Christian stipulations. I won't roll on Shivas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't roll on Shabbos. <laughs> Sadly. You're good. You're good. I, we I are going to talk about this I don't mean to make a joke, but it's a, religion is a joke. You're not Jewish. Your wife's Jewish. No. <laughs> I mean, I love you, and I, you know, I respect you, absolutely. But, you know, religion is a joke to me. And right, yeah. that's, that's just my opinion. I have, I have my I, opinions on religion. But I respect, I respect However, the history You can't talk history without talking history. religion. Absolutely, 100%. So, getting back to this. Uh, Christians were allowed to charge Jews' interest. They were allowed to charge them exorbitant interest. And... They were also they would get around this loophole and charge each other interest by banking through Jewish families. So all of a sudden, and there's there's more elements to this, but I'm, I'm kind of skirting through where it. Where do the bushy-tailed versions come in? The, <laughs> that's I think that's a different religion altogether. No, it's Judaism. <laughs> um, uh, so Frank Frank Zappa told me. Frank Zappa, Frank, Frank, Frank Zappa said a lot of things. Frank Zappa told me. One so a you nasty you, little Jewish you, you wind up with a a an entire culture that is kind of shoehorned into this one business. So they got really good with money, and it became a family business. So they would pass down, and and like I said, there's a whole bunch of fucking details that I'm skirting past because it would be a six hour I conversation. I, a, I wish I had a big bag of change. <laughs> so you fast Coin forward. Shortage. All the way and all the way through history, because of the fact that people would bank through Jewish families and Jewish banks, Jews collected this. No, I'm okay. No, I don't. I don't shoot straight vodka. I'm good. No, <laughs> Greg, I'm good. I have my vino. I'm all good. I need you to take a shot with me. I'm. I'll. I'll drink some of my vino. Nope. I'll drink some of my wine. I'll yes. drink some of your wine. And you give me some <laughs> no, wine. I'm good. I still have to go home after this. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Someday. No, you don't. My wife ain't uh, coming home. She'll chase her out. No. You can see my bed. I'll drink my wine. You drink your body. I want you to take a shot, buddy. I'm good. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. In in vino veritas and wine, there is truth. Vino Let veritas, me speak my truth. Get him out of here. Let me speak my truth. I know what you're fucking saying. <laughs> vino veritas. Get the fuck so, out of here. So, anyway, the Jewish community uh, winds up having that terrible stereotype because they were in banking. What stereotype was that? Stingy Jews. Oh. So, uh, you fast forward all the way to, you know, the Roaring Twenties, and Jewish families had the bankroll to put behind companies like Paramount. Jewish families owned the banks. Right. They had had the capital to start these companies. So, Hollywood was... Like, when people say, oh, Hollywood's run by the Jews, yes and no, because they started these companies because film was a burgeoning industry, and they had the chance to get into it. That changed, however, because during uh, the rise of the Nazi party in Germany, there was still a very strong uh, pro, uh, pro-Nazi... Na- nationalist, yeah. Yeah, and, and it was, I mean, because... Uh, go- Go 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 mm-hmm. go bear, you know whatever his name is. I don't remember, you know, but I mean that. Well, even even before the Holocaust, it was a, it was it's propaganda. Mm-hmm. So in order for like in order for American films to play in Germany, they were not allowed to have like uh, Jewish actors, or you know, and and slowly 
the Jewish community pulled out of Hollywood because there was just no work. They weren't. They were blackballed. They were blacklisted. They weren't allowed to to work. They weren't allowed to be on the call list. They weren't allowed to be actors. They weren't allowed to be part of the team, the crew. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, there's there's whole books about it. But the only thing they were on the back end, sitting pretty. Sitting I mean, up, there's sitting over this. There, this there is where the general. This is where the generalization gets gets tough because. I mean, yes, there were Jew- Jewish families that handled their money properly. And obviously there were probably a, a few Jewish families that gained uh, fortune through less honorable means, but that's true of every society. But in general, we're, when we're talking about Hollywood in the 30s, the, the, the Jewish community was, was blacklisted. Because the, the, only, the American film industry had such a big stake in Jewish in uh, German cinema that they had to and pander it wasn't even, to Germany. It wasn't even Germany, though. It was, it was also France and it was Austria. True, but Germany held such a big corner of the market. But because they were the, 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 the strong ball. They, well, they, they had... They had the biggest dick. Right? Essentially. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Jewish people were, were pushed out of Hollywood and so were a lot of black actors. I mean... There was there was so much wrong with the fact that the, the the Nazi Party was involved in, or the American Nazi Party was involved in Hollywood. Um, but I mean, again, that's another three hour conversation all to itself. I don't know. So crazy. We we got some good stuff. <laughs> so, what were, what was our big thing before? We we literally we uh, today we has that we felt that one that was that was. Glorious. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything otherwise, but the shit we were talking about before, I'm glorious. Uh, we can do episodes. Or whatever. I, I, don't good. I mean, I don't, don't want to be a part of let's, this. Let's, I mean, this has this been is the race your episode. Baby. This is your baby. This has I, been the race episode. All, I, all I'm saying is that I know that I can ask the questions and, 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 and be, be a part of... I was good at history. Not as well as you are. But... You know, I can. So I, it, I think you have a good gimmick going on. Honestly, like you are the, mm-hmm. you, you bring the brains, I bring the fucking asshole. You know, and I with it with with good reason though, don't you think? We play off of each other pretty well. Yeah, pretty well. I think that that shit fucking spoke that like two hours, dude. <laughs> well, playing. we're at an hour and a half. Quit playing. Hour and a half, and I'm gonna cut probably ten minutes out of it with. Yeah. Well, fifteen minutes That's now. That's pretty solid, dude. But this is this is essentially our our one of I our race episodes. I'm not trying to. Am I, I am I supposed to be part of this pocket? I don't even know. I don't. It's, this is your baby, dude. I'm just saying, like we we feed well, and I ask the good questions, and I I bring that fucking dumb street street dumb shit to you with a little bit of knowledge, you know. But but what's the next topic? What do you want to do? We can. Well, I mean, let's 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 finish out this this episode, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, well, at the we'll go to politics we, next. At, at the beginning, we talked about well, we introduced the yeah. fact that the world is fucked. Yeah, and then we've talked for an hour and a half about how you know racism is, has played, and we're going to go back to that constantly. Yeah. But and, I, and we can you've given some personal <laughs> shit, and I you know just. Just try to poke at you. Like in the uh, in the immortal words dude. of Tom Ryman, I think that's a sewed. We'll call it here. Um, nope. Do you do you want to plug anything on on social media? Do you have a Twitter? 
I don't have Twitter. All right, so nope. You can, you can start it over. You can <laughs> start over. Stop. We're doing the. You can emu. find. We're you doing can the find me stop, at uh, stop. Stop. Nope. You have to find us. Emu emu war. We'll do that next. Nope. Right you now. Can, <laughs> well, we got I got a time market at least. You can find me on Twitter at the price is right. It's only ten forty. <laughs> <laughs> because I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you said again. <laughs> that's that's my Twitter handle. Find me at the Price is Right. Oh my the price, god. The Price is Right on Twitter. On Twitter. So can I be the Price is Wrong? <laughs> can I? <laughs> but you gotta put bitch at the end. Price is wrong, bitch. Just be C H. <laughs> price um, is wrong. B-C-H. You can you can find uh, some of our articles and stuff. Some of our uh, our more. What would you say? Literary focused content at uh, thepriceisright.com. That is the price is right. I'll spelled plug, with a W. A plug. A plug. And uh, I, I think this is going to be a whole different arm of the website. Like we're gonna we're gonna use this podcast to talk about social issues. And I mean, it, it plays into the literary stuff. We've brought up Greek theater. We've brought up Machiavelli. We've brought up. I mean, I, I might not be as well um, as far as uh, depth. You know what I mean? Depth into certain scenarios, that's your scheme. But I know, like, all right, frames and such, and, I, and I'm really good at getting We're You and I are going to sit down and talk about some movies soon. Um, I we can crush some podcasts. We're going to, yeah, we're, we're going to have, uh, so, that was Cocktail so Cinema. That was so easy for us. Well, we're still finishing up the, op- the episode. Hold on. Cocktail Cinema will be a, an upcoming <laughs> podcast for us where we, we make drinks and we talk about movies. Uh, we're going to have mm. uh, our buddy Drew is going to be a columnist for us soon, uh, as soon as he uh, gets off his soapbox. Seriously. <laughs> Drew, if you're listening, I, I need you, buddy. But anyway, uh, say goodbye, Greg.